Welcome to our school's podcast. Here we're going to show you how teachers, parents, and pupils can share advice, tips, and know-how to bring the best out of all of us. Learning is a joint experience, and through our series of interviews, we can all learn more and achieve even greater things. Here is this week's host. Hello, and welcome to our latest edition of our Superintendent Student Advisory Council's podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Alexander, and today we have our special guest co-host. Can you introduce yourselves for me? I'm Connor Denning. I'm Ella Skillies. Okay. So today we are going to talk about digital detox. What comes to mind when you think of digital detox? Watching TV, being on your phone. You go through so many emotions under 30 seconds that the human brain isn't really wired to go through in that short amount of time. So leaving, coming off of your phone or TV will leave you feeling a lot number than you are just watching TV. And that's what makes you keep going back to your phone and back to your TV. So it's almost like an addiction. Yeah. I I told you that I I saw this morning on the newscast that... um, People are complaining that they're not getting good night's sleep, um, and a lot of um, health officials have said that people have too much blue light coming in from their phones before they go to bed. They're also just overwhelmed by everything that they're seeing on their phones and social media that they suggest um, at least turning your phone off at least an hour to two hours prior before going to bed. Well, how do you guys feel about that? I have had the same issue, honestly, with not being able to sleep because of my phone. But then again, people, it's really hard to put put it down and just to have that control because it's so stimulating. Oh, most definitely. And, you know, it's an addiction where you can't stop. You just keep scrolling and scrolling and you go from Facebook to Instagram to maybe Twitter. Connor, what about you? Do you feel it's hard to put it down before you go to bed? Uh, sometimes it can be. So like if you're in the middle of a conversation and say you're getting really tired, but then all of a sudden you have this spike of energy just to be on your phone, um, is like really bad for you because one hour could lead to, oh, I'm up until three o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. and you get zero sleep. And I've been having that issue of trying to fall asleep while my phone is turned off. I always tend to always turn back on just to check and see if I have any notifications, if uh, everything's okay. I just, it's more of an, it's like an addiction. It is an addiction. It's, yeah. And you can't, you can't help but And and if you see something, you're like, you got to go back in an hour and see, you know, what the comments are or see what's happened next. It's, you just keep coming back for more and your head's still in it when you lay it down on the pillow. Um, I know a couple of uh, people that I know have done like a a detox almost from Facebook or um, Instagram saying, I'm, you know, I'm going to give it a month and I'm not going back on it, you know, to see how I feel. Um, have you guys ever heard of any of your friends doing that? Actually, I've done it with like Snapchat and Instagram and I haven't had Snapchat and Instagram for probably 
two, three years now, and I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. I mean, I feel amazing without it because with it, it's more drama and all the stuff you see is just outrageous. I did delete my Instagram and it, it's it been way better without it. So what exactly is on Instagram that you, you tend to see? Because I'm you know, I'm in a different age group than you. And I, I look at, you know, fashion and cooking and stuff like that. What, what is, what is it that teenagers see that provides them with a lot of controversy? A lot of digital drama, like just bullying. uh, Yeah. Bullying, saying stuff that they can't really say in person because they don't want to. Keyboard warriors. Yeah. 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 Most of the things I used to see on Instagram it it was wasn't anything too bad. It was just people showing their life, but only the perfect moments in their life. Mm-hmm. And then you're sitting here on your phone, like, oh, I'm just on my phone twenty four seven, and these people are here living. But then once you think about it, they're on their phones all the time too. So unrealistic expectations of what life should be, but you know that, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, and that and I'm sure that that gives people you know some insecurities seeing things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel that people your age should take digital detoxes every once in a while? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because it can, it can change your life uh, tremendously. Like say you're having issues on Snapchat, delete it and wait a year or two before you install it again or get it again and see how your uh, life goes from there. It could always, and if anything, it always helps. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's hard to quit cold turkey like that? Sometimes it could be, but you really have to sit down and think, like, if I delete this app, what am I missing? Like, wh- why shouldn't I delete this app? And really, the only thing that I've ever been able to come up with is communicating with people. But then I could just give them my number and be done with it. And then the app's gone. And your life is so much better. You're wasting so much less time. Yeah. Yeah. And you probably feel more refreshed about the way you you know, what life is and um, your friendships and your, your um, communication with your parents, I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how, I know we talked about it, communicate, you know, drop, drop it for a, a year or whatever, but what would you tell some of the kids in your class about a digital detox? Is it is it difficult? Is it something that they should all try to do? Maybe try it for a month? I honestly think everyone should try it for at least a month. Just take something that you know is problematic in your life, in the digital world, and get rid of it for a month and see how much better off you are. Yeah. Because you can always re-download it. I know that I always feel good when I get you get your screen advisory times, you know, like your your screen time was down 3% and you start to feel like, oh yeah, that's really good. Yeah. And it, it's, it's sort of, and you think to yourself, wow, was, am I really on it that much? I used to beat myself up over how much time I spent on my phone. Like I was obsessed with checking my screen time. And there was a point over the summer where it was like at I think it was around like 12 hours. Oh my gosh. Which is so bad. And it's a lot better now that I 
That's your whole entire day. Yes. It's a lot better now. I got myself out into doing more things with my life. I got a job. I joined clubs. <laughs> it's a lot good, good for you because that that is a lot. Yeah. What about you, Connor? I think the highest amount of time I've spent on my phone is probably five hours. And then I get bored of it, put it down, go outside if it's a nice day out. Right. Ride my bike, go for a run. Yeah. Well, I think after we've we've talked about this, I think I'm going to try to make more of an effort to make sure that my my phone's at least off two hours before I go to bed. But I always try to be a bit more, um, I, I try to think a little bit more about, do I really need to be on this at, right now? But like every addiction, you just keep on looking back at the phone. So I, I think this is eye-opening on some things that we probably need to do as a society and as, you know, everyone to take a little bit of time away from the phone before it we all go crazy. Well, thanks for joining me today. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to you next time.